0: It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eaten Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eaten Podcast presented by FantasyPoints.com. Just make sure you use the code FEAST when you head over there to get all of your fantasy Football information because anything you need, they've got it. It's amazing. Again, the code is FEAST. And if you do that, send me an email, ross at rosstucker.com. If you have a specific lineup questions, I'll ask Joe right here on the show. He is Joe Dolan at FG underscore Dolan on Twitter. One of the best fantasy analysts in the galaxy and one of the co-owners of fantasypoints.com I'm Ross Tucker former NFL offensive lineman lots of podcasts we will have Greg Cosell on today's Ross Tucker football podcast nobody breaks it down better than GC Greg Cosell please check us out on social at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker pod Twitter Instagram Facebook the whole deal Joe let's start with the Jets and the Dolphins we already know It will be Joe Flacco starting again for the Jets as Darnold, who came back in that game uh, a couple weeks ago against the Broncos, is missing a second week.
1: Uh, what, what are the Jets doing, man? Uh, what are they thinking? Uh, what a completely mismanaged franchise! And Le'Veon Bell's cut. Joe Flacco's starting. Let's just, let, let's let's call it like it is with the New York Jets. You can play Jamison Crowder, and that's it right now. If I'm if, if if I'm in a deeper league, maybe a 12 teamer with deep benches, maybe your league expanded your bench spots because of COVID. Um, maybe you're in a 14 team league. I'd pick up LeMichael P Ryan because I think there's a shot that LeMichael P Ryan could be getting 15 to 18 touches at some point. But he barely played last week. He's favoring he's favoring tweets about how he's not getting used, about how how can he develop if they're not letting him play. The Jets are a disaster right now, Ross. And I don't know how else to say it.
0: Joe, as of when we're recording this, Wednesday afternoon, 1 p.m. Eastern, since this is episode two, we drop in everybody's podcast app after midnight. What should people that have Le'Veon Bell on their team do right now, and what should people do if he's available in a league?
1: Uh, You put him on your bench and hope he lands somewhere where he's going to have a role. Um, The question is, does Le'Veon Bell want to play for a contender? Or does he want to go somewhere where he's going to get carries? Well, if he goes somewhere where he's going to get carries, first and foremost, I don't really know where that place is. Um, but if he wants to, if he goes to a place like that, well, the only place right now that has carries available is the Jets, and you saw how that worked out for Le'Veon Bell. So I, I would, I would be lo- a little reticent to think that all of a sudden he's going to go somewhere and he's going to be a fantasy stud. I would think the best hope if you have Le'Veon Bell. Is that he lands somewhere, and I am just speculating here? Okay, I have no inside information. He lands somewhere like a Kansas City. Or like a Philly or something, and I don't know if either one of those teams – I think Doug Peterson said he's really happy with Miles Sanders with the guys they have. But somewhere like that where he can have a role in an offense that knows how to use a pass-catching back and he becomes almost like a very lowercase version of what Kareem Hunt was when Nick Chubb was healthy. And I think that's your hope with Le'Veon Bell. Um, if, if it doesn't look like he's going to get signed anywhere this week, you can drop him. Um, I, I really doubt he's going to become a fantasy stud all of a sudden, but um, maybe he waits it out to see if the a running back gets hurt. Maybe he waits to see if Melvin Gordon gets disciplined uh, for his DUI. Uh, I, I don't know what what else to do with Le'Veon Bell, but as you said, as I said just now, opportunity, you can't overrate it because he had opportunity with the Jets, and he did nothing for fantasy.
0: What about for the Miami Dolphins? Fitz coming
1: out off of a classic Fitz game. He's unbelievable, isn't he? Like, uh, I, he um. Do by the way, he just entered the top thirty-two of all time in passing yards. He passed Tony Romo this week. He passed Steve Young earlier this year. Uh, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick is an all-timer. Uh, he won't be a Hall of Famer, but he's an all-timer, and 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 uh, we know we know that. Uh, and he's gonna keep his job for right now. Um, and the thing is, he he got. Um, Devontae Parker involved. He got Preston Williams involved. Both of the Devontae Parker, he has to play every week right now. Fitz has talked about how much he trusts them. Preston Williams and Mike Gesicki are guys you can make decisions on, but they should be rostered. Here is the key takeaway, though, from fantasy from that Miami game last week Jordan Howard was a healthy scratch, and Miles Gaskin got a goal line carry. That is great news for Gaskin's fantasy value going forward. He's an RB2. Next
0: up, it is the Packers and the Bucks, Joe. And there's only two Sunday afternoon yeah. games. Packers Bucks obviously being the big one.
1: Yeah, looking forward to that 3-hour window where I have to be on SiriusXM and breaking down exactly two football games. Um, but uh, the Packers and the Bucks is what everybody's going to be focused on. I mean, this is like a it's, it's frankly it's like a pseudo primetime game because everybody's going to be watching this game and it's a fun one. The Bucks, right now, unfortunately, Ross, we're sitting here on Wednesday, not really sure how healthy they're going to be. Um, I know Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, got back to some limited work, but I don't know if they're going to be available to play in this game. They are coming off the mini-buy. Hopefully that helped Mike Evans, who did not look good. Um, I mean, I, he produced, but he didn't look great. Uh, did not look like he was moving well uh, against Chicago last week. So hopefully that mini-buy helps out. Uh, let's keep an eye on Fournette's status because Ronald Jones is getting the work to be a high-end RB2 and I'd still have Ronald Jones in my lineup right now um but for Tampa Bay um you really have to focus on the receiver injuries Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday by the time you're listening to this you probably have a little bit more information but uh, if Godwin and Evans play Godwin and Evans are in your lineup I mean there's no no doubt about that and Rob Gronkowski is somebody you can use um uh who was was the guy that they they kind of put in the the uh, OJ Howard role was that Tanner Hudson last week uh that was kind of a surprise because I know some people were taking a shot on Cameron Brait. So uh, keep an eye on that. But I think Rob Gronkowski is somebody you could consider playing as well for Tampa Bay.
0: What about Green Bay themselves coming off a of bye?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, so Green Bay, uh, Aaron Rodgers in your lineup. Uh, I mean, he's playing at an MVP level. I would hope Devontae Adams is back this week. They held him out over the bye, I think, for this specific reason. It was an undefeated football team that didn't need to rush Devontae Adams back. I would expect him to be back and in your lineup right now. Um, uh, Tanyan, got to throw him in there. I think he's an Indiana State boy. Tanyan, uh, the greatest athlete ever to come out of Indiana State. Uh, he uh, Three touchdowns. He's in your lineup right now. I mean, there's there's tight ends who are not producing. You know, I'd play Tanyan over Zach Ertz right now. Um, he's in your lineup. And Aaron Jones, I know Tampa Bay's got a great run defense, but Aaron Jones is awesome. So you have to play Aaron Jones. Green Bay's a very narrow fantasy team. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Um, you, could, you could maybe take a shot on Valdez Scantling. Um, uh, Tanyan and Aaron Jones, those guys are in your lineups. You and
0: know what else should be in your lineup, Joe?
1: If you have
0: credit card debt, Lightstream. I know a lot of people, I've got some friends that racked up some credit card debt. It happens, it happens to a lot of people I know. What's not cool is if you keep paying the ridiculous fees that they have you pay. You gotta be kidding me, guys. You're smarter than this. Lightstream offers credit card consolidation loans from 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. So get rid of the credit card debt, get a loan from Lightstream between $5,000, $100,000. By the way, no fees, applications 100% online, and you can even get your funds as soon as the day you apply. Plus, my listeners can save even more with an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash feast. That's dot com slash feast. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash feast for more information. Sunday night, it's the remarkably consistent Rams against the Niners. Rams are a machine right now. I mean, I guess they they were a little sloppy or slow against the Giants, but they did
1: a lot of good things. The problem is they're driving people nuts for fantasy, Ross, because everybody's like, oh, Daryl Henderson against the Giants. He does jack squat. And then he comes out and he scores two touchdowns last week. Oh, Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby's now essentially running behind Gerald Everett. Tyler Higby is benchable, another one of those tight ends. Like, if you want to drop him and pick up Tanyan, then you can drop Tyler Higby. but Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Jared Goff, all these guys, viable fantasy starts. There's no two ways about that. Daryl Henderson is the guy right now. However, Cam Akers looked really good. I know Ross, you're hanging on to a Cam Akers share and you're pretty excited. You had to be excited about how he looked in his return to action there uh last week.
0: Yeah, now we just need more more touches. More yeah. we need the ball more.
1: And will he do that? Will he do that? Um uh, uh now that they got him got his feet wet so uh, I I wonder about Cam Akers um getting a little bit more but Daryl Henderson's the guy right now the guys I feel comfortable playing from the Rams are Henderson uh well I'm not comfortable playing Henderson but I'd use him as an RB2 um obviously Woods and Cup you got to fire those guys up and Jared Goff and keep an eye on the tight end situation is Gerald Everett becoming somebody who is usable uh over Higby I'm, I'm a little surprised that you know, Higby, the way he dominated last year, that they haven't continued that. He scored three touchdowns against Philadelphia, but unfortunately, it's been a problem.
0: On the other side, the Niners. What a mess, Joe. Oh. I mean, it, it's, uh, the quarterback situation is really
1: holding them back. That was a burn the tape game. And they fortunately, they had the excuse for Jimmy Garoppolo. He had the injury. We're, we don't want him to get hurt. You know, he didn't look good. I would expect him to be the starter again. Um, but uh, it's holding everything back. Um, Raheem Mostert comes back, and I don't know. Look, Mostert looked good, but why isn't Jarek McKinnon getting the ball more? I I don't get it. Like, uh, well, I think he was targeted on a wheel route on one of Goff, uh, on one of Garoppolo's interceptions. So keep that in mind. But McKinnon has to be on your bench. I think Mostert is like a flex play right now. Obviously, you're playing Kittle. Debo and Iuke are like wide receiver threes, and there is no way you can consider the quarterback situation here.
0: All right, so I'm really curious about the 5 o'clock Monday game, Joe. This is going to be our featured DraftKings game because I'm going to be there. I'm I'm that game for Westwood 1, really looking forward to it, driving up to Buffalo Monday morning to call the game. Both teams coming off their first loss. Both teams showing some vulnerabilities, Joe. Um, what what do you think?
1: I think the Bills fans are really upset about their defense and how it played uh, uh, on uh, – well, at this point, you like, you're listening to this on Thursday, but it was Tuesday night, last night as I'm talking today, against the Titans. And, um, I, and you know, Josh Allen, I think, looked a little bit like 2019 Josh Allen but then you see the touchdown throw to TJ Yeldon who still exists by the way. Uh, you saw the touchdown throw to him and you're like, dude, this guy is special. And 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 that's the, you're going to have to live with the occasional bad game and bounce of inaccuracy from Josh Allen, okay? For the first time this year he didn't play in an MVP level in week 5. Um oh like oh well, you know, like you, you bounce back. For Kansas City, this is what you do. You play Mahomes, you play Edwards-Elare who needs to start getting in the end zone but his usage is high. You play Tyree Hill. You play Travis Kelsey. And if you need to take a shot on somebody this week with Sammy Watkins injured, either me, Cole Hardman, or Demarcus Robinson, one of these two guys, and maybe both, but I guarantee you one of these two guys make, makes a play this week. And when you put in one of these Chiefs secondary and tertiary wide receivers, Ross, that might be the first time the word tertiary has ever been said on this podcast. But one of the, when, when you put one of those guys in, like Hardman or Robinson, you're just hoping for a play. And there's a better chance of that happening, clearly, without Sammy Watkins in the lineup. I like
0: that. By the way, I should mention, I mentioned it's our DraftKings featured game. The total's 57.5 right now. Big so are still expecting a lot of points from these two teams. And really, with the way the Raiders scored on the Chiefs, And the way the I mean, both these teams gave up 40-plus last week, Joe. 40-plus. So what about on the Bills side of
1: things? You know, one of the things that's really upset me about the Bills, I mean, Devin Singletary has not gained a grip of this – Of this backfield, even with Zach Moss now missing, I think four games with his toe injury. Devin Singletary against Tennessee, eleven for twenty-five rushing. He has just one catch for eight yards, and he's completely outplayed by T.J. Yeldon in that game. So, if Zach Moss is back, I think Devin Singletary is like a a flex play at best. Josh Allen, you're playing. Uh, I mean, like, look, Josh Allen did not have a great game, but he threw for two sixty-three with two touchdowns, and he ran for eighteen yards. Okay, so that's more than enough to get it done for fantasy for you even though he threw a couple of picks Stephon Diggs is a wide receiver one right now he is one of my biggest misses of the entire offseason I didn't think he would be getting the volume that he needs to produce at a high level I was completely wrong he is getting that volume and Josh Allen loves him so Stephon Diggs is a wide receiver one the thing the Bills though they need John Brown back you could see they missed him in that passing game Um, unfortunately he tweaked his cap in practice this past week um, and obviously the Bills are not going to be practicing uh, on Wednesday so we're not going to get an update on his status for a while Um, I'd be prepared to bench him though given that this is a Monday afternoon game
0: let's get to Monday night Arizona Dallas another game where I would expect a bunch of points right
1: yeah and the question is how does Andy Dalton play okay uh, we know Dak Prescott's been a very good fantasy quarterback his entire career. We also know Dak Prescott's fantasy numbers were buoyed uh, or, or or not maybe not buoyed, but at least increased because of how bad Dallas's defense has been. So, I'm looking at the situation, looking at the fact that Andy Dalton is a very capable NFL quarterback. He's not Dak Prescott, but he's I mean I I would think a top three backup in the NFL. So Dallas is in pretty good hands here, and I think Dallas can still score points. You know, CD Lamb, Amari um, Cooper, who was a ghost last week against the Giants. I don't know why, but he was. Michael Gallup. I, I think Gallup's been one of the most frustrating players in all of fantasy, but you see the plays that he made like at the end of that game against the Giants last week that essentially won them the game and you have to put him in your lineup as a wide receiver 3. Lamb is a wide receiver 2 right now. Um Cooper's a wide receiver 2 and you downgrade him a little bit because there's no Prescott. The one thing I think Dallas will do is they will increase the reliance for better or worse on Ezekiel Elliott. And I think it, it was the I, the way I saw Ezekiel Elliott run against the Giants was the best I've seen him run all year. I would expect a healthy dosage of Ezekiel Elliott in this game. Not that you're sitting him anyway, but I, I have upgraded Ezekiel Elliott on my rest of season rankings because I think they're going to lean on him a little bit more and try not to put too much on Andy Dalton's plate. The only question is, will the defense allow them to lean more on Ezekiel Elliott? Yeah. that
0: Well, they're going to certainly try to put, I think Patrick Peterson already said, let's put it in Andy Dalton's hands. Now for Arizona, Joe, Do you look at it like that was Arizona getting back on track, or do you look at it like they played the Jets?
1: Kind of both. Um, The thing is, stylistically, it was completely different. I mean, Kyler Murray, I thought, was horrible two weeks ago. Now, here's the thing. Kyler Murray's been awesome for fantasy, even though I don't think he's thrown the ball all that well this year. Uh, but it was great to see them take shots down the field. They should continue to do that against Dallas. Obviously, you're playing DeAndre Hopkins. I think Christian Kirk is a viable wide receiver three this week. Kenyon Drake got in the end zone. Woohoo! He is still being outplayed by Chase Edmonds, though. And Drake, at this point, to me, is a, is a running back, two who you hope scores a touchdown because the biggest shock for me in this backfield has been how Kenyon Drake has been utterly ignored in the passing game. He has, in five games, six targets. Meanwhile, Chase Edmonds had six targets against the Jets alone. Chase Edmonds is on the flex radar, Ross, and I don't know if, if people are looking at him as somebody who's startable, or, but if you have Chase Edmonds, He is a flex-worthy player. He is outplaying Kenyon Drake this year.
0: Without question. And it's crazy he went to Fordham. I could almost throw a rock at his house from where I am right now. He's not far, not even a mile away. Wow. uh, Where he grew up. So very happy for his success. Anything there
1: at receiver to note? Uh, Hopkins and Kirk Hopkins, obviously you're playing, but Christian Kirk, the way they went down the field, he had five for 78 against the jets. He's somebody who's start worthy in this game, as you expected, Ross. And as you said that you expect, and I agree, I expect this to be a high scoring game.
0: I expect a lot of people to go to FantasyPoints.com If they're in their leagues, if they're competitive in their leagues, if they want to finish strong and try to win their leagues, win some money, even if you just like learning more about these teams, from a different perspective, oodles of information at fantasypoints.com. Use the code FEAST. That's the key. Remember to send it to me. And A, you can get a little something-something, a signed picture or signed card, Ross at com, And B, you can ask Joe a question. Check him out on Twitter at FG underscore Dolan. Definitely check out the Even Money podcast this week and Greg Cosell on today's Ross Tucker football podcast. I'm at Ross Tucker. NFL, and you always want to see how swagged out Joe is, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Totally stuffed. We're done. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.